Hello, ladies and gentlemen. This is this is unprecedented territory. This is the first time in Carruthers Legator and whoever history that we are recording a commentary track. Hello, world. Hello, Tom. And it's also the first time we've we've been together. Um, not. I, I, we can finally announce it now. We, we, we have been dating. There, there for the, yes, <laughs> the rumours um, are true. We're in a throuple. Um, you know what's great is that we recorded some of the Sundime episodes, specifically company, I think is the most important, when I actually did have a relationship in my life. And so we were very fortunate to avoid what could have been the saddest podcast episode of all time, which would have been me discussing company while single. Um, I'd like to clarify, I do have a girlfriend. Yes, Will does yeah. have a girlfriend. Um, and this will be coming out quickly and quick enough that you don't have to have any worries. No. Unless, um, because the great, of course, is that we recorded an episode called 45 Years with David and Rian, who are a wonderful couple and have lasted so long. And But it keep, the episode keeps getting bumped. <laughs> and it's a running joke of, I hope to dear God that this episode about a um, a marriage falling apart... <laughs> Uh, does not release uh, in time. Uh, why have we chosen Misery Will? I think it's because, although we have our own separate favourite films of all time, Misery may be our favourite film? I think it might be. I mean, we have a lot of shared favourites. I mean, mm. Hollywood was a recent one that Hollywood we shared. Was a recent one. Obviously, your favourite movie is Back to the Future, and I obviously also love Back to the Future. Who wouldn't? Yes. But... Well, and this, we're, this is the first time I've watched Misery since the passing of James Caan. Oh, of course, yeah. And um, I, so this is, I should say this now, this is my fourth time watching Misery in one year. Uh, <laughs> because, still got it, uh, because I watched um, Misery with, on my own, uh, for a Stephen King article I was writing. Then... With David and Rian, said David and Rian, uh, we were picking a movie to watch, and I said, and we found out very quickly that Rian had never watched Misery, and David only knew about uh, the Sledgehammer, mm. and so I was like, we need to watch Misery right Sledgehammer. now. Sledgehammer. Sledgehammer. <laughs> My Peter Gabriel. <laughs> would this epi- would this film be better if instead <laughs> during of during that scene, <laughs> instead of this song, Shotgun, <laughs> Do the Jet Now or whatever it is, just this rock and roll song, it opened with. Special appearance by Laura Bacall. I've always found that very funny. So actually, <laughs> I'm going to appear in three scenes. Music by Mark Shaman. Really underrated score. And Mark Shaman, maybe the underrated guy of Hollywood. Oh, wow. he re- so I'll say things and now you'll know who he is. Hmm. Did all the music for Hairspray. All the music for... Um, oh, so many things. He's one of those, he's one of those where he creeps up on you. He did oh, all I the hope f- not. Yeah. That Hollywood's full of those. <laughs> No, my show is a lovely man, unequivocally. Um, but, uh, you know, and so we immediately watched um, Misery. And I kept going, aww, or being sad for Annie Wilkes. We should bring this up again now that I love Annie Wilkes more than... my two. Fa- we're going to be talking today about my two favourite characters of all time, which are Annie Wilkes and Hannibal Lecter. They're like, unequivocally, my favourite people. You're nice, but I love Annie. Even though she's a... Well, as you repeatedly like to tell me, even though she's a child murderer. Screenplay <laughs> <laughs> uh, by William Goldman, which is, of course, the reason why we did this episode originally was part of our um, fortnight of William Goldman's. It, it sort of crept up on us because 
obviously we both love misery and we schedule that in and then I wanted you to see magic because during the Science of the Lambs episode you kept railing into Anthony Hopkins <laughs> and um and then obviously it's very easy to fill out I love Marathon Man Marathon Man that was it mm, Marathon Man's great Marathon Man is it safe what should we talk about first Rob Reiner I mean maybe the greatest run well no not really because Kubrick never really made a bad movie. But this is Spinal Tap. When I met Sally, Elf. Misery. No, he did not. Did, did he not do Elf? Oh, that was yeah. John Favreau. That was John Favreau. <laughs> <laughs> it's a great start. Um, when I met Sally, this, Stand By Me, A Few Good Men, and The American President, and In There Somewhere's North, um, which is bad. Pretty solid run. Is Misery the best of those movies? Yeah. What haven't you seen? Most of them. You seen when I met Sally? Yeah. Have you not seen Stand by Me? No, I haven't. Oh well. Have you not seen A Few Good Men? Uh, no, I haven't. But I- I've seen the scene. You can't handle the truth. Yeah, yeah. I can, I can quote it. Yeah. yeah. A bit I always remember from reading the book as a kid was like, I think it was like, it's first, first time cover, and it was like first bestseller, and then it was like first people cover. First divorce. <laughs> Paul Sheldon is somewhere in the King oeuvre of writers. There's obviously Ben Me is from. You're not a King reader. This is the thing. I'm a huge King fan. I'd in love all to get into it. Uh, though. Yeah. I always recommend the Dead Zone because Dead Zone is probably my favourite. Mm. Dead Zone or eleven twenty two sixty three. Eleven twenty two sixty three is obviously gargantuan, uh, but I think Dead Zone of all of them of those early 70s classics, is the one that I think holds up best and is perfect in every way. Shining, ironically, does leave me a little cold in parts. I think it's one of those... I think it's because I was always a Kubrick kid. Well, no, I I watched The Shining Mm. as a kid very early, before I ever read the book. And um, there she is, queen of my life. (laughs) Annie Rose. He... um... Stephen King wasn't a fan of the the film, though, was he? The show. Shiny, no, no, no. He, no but he, he he did like uh, the new one with Ewan McGregor. Yes, Doctor Sleep, he did like this. Um, you can't just leave him out in the snow. You know. I like that. Will, I'd set you right up. For oh, Elf. sorry. Sorry. He loves the snow. He's told me 20 times. <laughs> James Cairns, James Cairns. Maybe Cairns. that's where I got confused, because James Cairns also in Elf. That was why I made the joke. <laughs> it's very early in the morning for me. Yes. Well, it's it's 12 o'clock, let the record show. I'm your number one fan. Why, um, what were you going to say you like? I like, uh, oh yeah, that she um, protected the, the screenplay. She knows him straight away. So mm. she, before she even picks him up and goes to him, there she, she, is. she protects the, the writing first. It comes down to... I think, well, we did this on the original podcast with Sam and Nagobi, um, about the many, many actors who they wanted for, their e- for each role. And to put it plainly, you know, they wanted Julia Roberts, they offered it to loads of people. But you can believe Kathy Bates picking up and carrying James Caan home. And I think that that's a really underrated thing. Mm. This could have been maybe the movie that sent Julia Roberts on a whole different path in her career. And it could have been, you know, Annette Benning or any other incredible actress. But 
if you can't get over that simple fact to believe carrying a whole man. Um, yeah. Oh, so I didn't... And then... Yeah, so watching it with David and Rian, we came up with the term that Harry Wilkes is my problem, problematic fave, which is a term on Twitter, Will, that people use for, like, I don't know. I guess, who would be a problematic fave? J.K. Rowling? Yes, but nobody really <laughs> likes her at all anymore. <laughs> um, but they do love Robert Galbraith. They do. <laughs> we love Robert Galbraith. <laughs> Cormorian Strike. Um... But um, yes, I guess I think I think Nicki Minaj was a problematic fave. I think she said something. Anyway, whoever it is is, and my and mine is Annie Wilkes. Um, I love I love Annie. Oh, look at her, she's just so wonderful. And you would love to bring me back down to earth and say no, she killed a child. She, but she did, didn't she? She killed multiple kids. Um, which just so happens to be true. But also, she's so sad and lonely. Probably because no one goes near her, because they know she'll <laughs> kill her kids. <laughs> Open wide. <laughs> also, I think it's very underrated to what extent. This may be one of the funnier dark comedies ever. Mm, yeah, no, it's it's very funny, actually. You know... Even in the end, eat it till you choke, you sick, twisted fuck. It's one of the great line deliveries of all time. I'll mention that, Citizen, this is our first recording of uh, a day of recordings. Mm. We are both on the T. Start so we started with T, yes. I've always thought his legs look very long here, and I know they're a prosthetic. It's not nearly as bad as it looks. Are they, are they prosthetic to start with? So you're not suddenly like, when it cuts to the scene, you're like, whoa, they've changed. Or is it just because yes, he refused to have them painted? I think it's more so less that... I think it's just e- a lot easier to make prosthetic legs than to put prosthetics on the real legs. This is very true. He can just slip them into the half bed. He can. Maybe that's why they're so high, because his fake legs are on top of his real legs. <laughs> Marcia Sindel. What a great name. Okay, this is Lauren's second scene of three. Special uh, guest. Special appearance by Lauren McCall. When the real special appearance is, of course, the wonderful Richard Farnsworth. So this is not in the book at all, Buster, all right. the sheriff. It's almost entirely in the in the room. Um... Which, of course, makes it great for a play, and this was made into a play. William Goldman adapted it. Uh, do you remember who? Um, it was someone like Brad Pitt. It was Bruce Willis. That was it. And, um, you know, there was lots of scandal at the time because he was using an earpiece, which is darker now with what we know about his... Um, uh, I want to say asphasia. Is that what it was called? Because it wasn't dementia or Alzheimer's, it was... It As- was asphasia or asphaxia. I think asphasia is like a milder version. Uh-huh. I know... Uh, who's recently been diagnosed as a recording of asphaxia? Bruce, Bruce Willis. No. Um, um, Cammy. Chris Kamara. Oh, I thought you were going to say Cam from Levine. <laughs> Kem. Kem. Kem from Levine. Kem from Levine. Oh, Speaking Chris of Kem from Levine... I have recently been to see Back to the Future with Amber Davis ah, yes. from Laval, and she was fantastic. She is great. I saw her in 9 to 5, hmm. 
Um, which you will soon be. She was directing. Judy. Judy. In like nine to five. Yeah, yeah, oh right. Yeah. She was yeah. She was Stephanie J. Block. Um, I'm an original cast man. <laughs> the um. Oh yes, Megan Hilty. Did you ever watch Smash? Well, no. Smash was great. The first it, series was. Is that like Mash? No, very different. It's all about Broadway. The oh. furthest you can get from the military. Um, and they were making a bombshell. Uh, sorry, it was called Bombshell. Mark Sherman wrote the music for that. And it, they were making Marilyn Monroe the musical. And the whole... And the songs and the numbers are genuinely fantastic. Angelica Houston is the producer. Um, what's his name? British. Glenn. You know who he is? I don't know why this is the one thing that sticks out. Did you ever watch The Boat That Rocked? Yes. Uh, was it Kenneth Branagh who was called Tosser or Wanker? Or was it his assistant? I think... It, I don't know. Whoever his assistant was, he plays the British director. <laughs> <laughs> what a film. That's a great film. It is a good film. <laughs> the, um, probably my favourite Richard Curtis. Yeah, you don't like Love Actually, do you? I hate Love Actually. Yeah. I'm indifferent on Notting Hill, and Foreigners and Funerals great, apart from the central romance. Wasn't Boat Rock's renamed in America? It's Pirate, Pirate Radio. Radio. <laughs> Pirate Radio, yeah. Like, <laughs> why? <laughs> uh, what would Misery be renamed in England? No, Misery is the English title. What would the American it. title be? Um... The Crazy Fan. <laughs> Cabin Fever. Cabin Fever. <laughs> Real movie. Like a baby. All done. This has always annoyed me. There's so much cream left that, that she just clearly stopped halfway through. Needs to call his agent in New York. When was the first time you ever saw Misery Will? Oh, it must have been. I must have been um, about 15, 14. Hmm. I was a terribly young child. Oh. I want to read... I noticed in your case... <laughs> What's the name of the... I oh, know you haven't read the book. So in this film, it's untitled, the Slum Kid book. But in the book book, it's called Fast Cars. Mm. So I, I forget, Is is it that... He's writing the last in the series and no. wants to kill him, or is it he's writing a completely different one and doesn't want to be associated? The book with that, that she's reading, that she's about to read now, yeah. is we'll call it Fast Cars, and this is his first book that isn't Misery, ah. and it's this tale of his, this autobiographical tale of his life as a slum kid. Misery's child, because she dies in childbirth, Misery's child has is about to be released in a week. Um, which is very opportune timing. <laughs> um, and that's the one where Misery dies. Because she gets angry with him about the language in this, which leads to firepower of bitchly cow corn. <laughs> and then say, hey, Mrs. Ballinger, here's that bastard of a check. Um, yesterday we talked about making a Thomas Crothers soundboard and you didn't say any Annie Wilson. No, I didn't. It will we, it will happen. Like, which should be made. <laughs> what are the three things that he uses at the end of a novel? Uh, what do you mean? Like, the phrases? The three or... things he needs. Oh, he needs 
great paper. No, <laughs> at the end. Oh, oh, a cigarette, finished. a cigar, a single cigarette. Yes, yes. because you quit. Because you because you quit. But now you let yourself still have just one. I'm guessing a, a scotch. No. Red That's wine. Dom Perignon. <laughs> oh yes. And and a copy of the Daily Telegraph. A match to light the cigarette. <laughs> Oh, it's a trick question. You've got to light the cigarette first. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> what are the three things that Paul Sheldon needs as he's stuck in a room with a puddle and he's hanging? <laughs> trick question. The lion died years ago. <laughs> I've got here. These are my notes from when we first did it. Uh, you said that you didn't like the soup, the colour of the soup. But, like, what's not to like? When are we going to do a production of Misery where I'm in drag as Annie Wilkes and you're Paul Sheldon? It would Sheldon. be perfect. It really would be perfect casting. And, but also, I'm a great Paul because the seething, seething anger. <laughs> you're quite a pleasant man. I'm a yeah. Thank you. Thank you. I think uh, that's the nicest thing you've ever said about me. Probably. I'm more Most of a happy, written, happy Paul. But of course, everything you do is. <laughs> oh. The language, Paul. Um, oh, yes. And then the third time I saw it, showed it, I showed it to the lady I was with for two months. And uh, I was like, if you want to know me, you should watch Misery. <laughs> Is that why it lasted two months? <laughs> Probably. Uh, now she went with somebody else. Again, another cook holding. And the feast are in town. Now, hey, hey, Wally, give me a bag of that effing pig feed. Or, hey, can I have ten pounds of that bitchly cow corn? Or, or when I go to the bag, do I say, hey, Mrs. Bollinger, here's that big bastard of a check? Oh, no, she's go. the yeah, soup. No, no, it's not good colour at all. And that's the moment he realised he fucked up. <laughs> Paul, I'm so sorry. Um, I've got here... The shrine. I put here elf. <laughs> <laughs> Can you? Do you know my specific favourite moments? Well, uh, it's got to be the the sledgehammer. Oh no, that that scene's into up. That's not specific enough. Um, it'll be um something he does, like a little reaction to something. Yeah. Well. I mean, one of the big ones of all time that I quote often is, oh, if I'd known this would happen, I'd burn all my books. This is brilliant. <laughs> there he is. There's the look. There's the look. <laughs> oh. <laughs> oh. Do you think you'd click earlier that things were messed up? Because um, he doesn't realise, really, until she snaps and starts reacting. Do you think... Because I think I'd speak more. Me and you in the car. He's just lying there, really, taking it all in, and I would be having a conversation with her, getting to know her hobbies, interests, mm-hmm. and then I'd be able to. I think once you get to know her, this is why the film's rated fifteen. Really? No. <laughs> Oh, broken tree. I think this annoyed you. 
that he stops looking so close. But I think, like once he starts falling in, falling into the snow, mm. it's quite believable that he can't go any further because he's d- deep in the snow. It's very true. Need any help? <laughs> oh, oh! And we've got a, ooh, we've got a detective. Can you do a Harry Hill? I was trying to do a Harry Hill. You were doing frame joke, but I can't really do one. Um, oh, he's falling about. Oh, he's he's falling. Oh, like, oh no, that's that was. <laughs> uh, no, I can't do a Harry Hill. I used to do a little sketch. You know, you know when we we were probably similar children as in we always like to put on little performances for our families mm. i always used to do harry hill uh, and put together my own powerpoint of clips of the of the week of tv That's and i'd pretty good i'd do a little harry hill show how would you do the clips um i'd convert them into mp4 mp4 and put them on a powerpoint so where youtube youtube.com yeah ah. so I need a paper. Oh. Oh, no. Oh, no. Hi, Annie. <laughs> is is the hat big or is it just her bouffant has made it look bigger? No, my hat looks like that when it's on my head. And I've got quite a small head. Mm. Because here she is now. With the books that she will like. That's <laughs> fine. <laughs> there it is. <laughs> oh. oh dear. I'm sure you'll love it. It's going to be great. See, would you believe any of this? Yeah. I guess you'd have to, wouldn't you? Because yeah. in what we know, obviously, what's going to happen. But in what world would you think that that's going to be what's going to happen? Because obviously, he's one of the most famous authors in this world. He's one of the most famous right. authors of the world. So you just think, oh, every yeah, no, lots of these. There's lots of these Midwestern women who like oh, yeah. me. <laughs> First page. <laughs> <laughs> This is where he first snaps. Uh. No, I didn't believe that. Yeah, you know, the roads have cleared. I can go get the book, but you can't. (laughs) This is the moment. This, This is the one. Yeah. Oh, it looks amazing. Just that look well, amazing. Spam. I've never had spam before. Don't. Don't. Don't really. Well, I don't know. But no, I I will never take food advice from you because you are the pickiest eater I know. But have I ever taken you for a bad meal? Yeah, you took me to Zizi. Uh, <laughs> Zizi's was the worst, worst Italian I've ever had. Yeah, yeah. Awful. <laughs> I have. This has happened twice now because this happened yesterday with, I oh know, Monday. Where I take people 
to restaurants that are great the one time that they're awful. Like ZZ's is lovely. Is it? So that, lovely. That's the first time I'd ever been. Exactly. And I took my friend to Steak and Company yesterday and they gave her the worst piece of steak I've ever seen. Is that the one London Bridge? That's the one where you cook your own. But there must have been some sort of health and safety thing. Some idiot must have lent on the scat, on the <laughs> whatever, on the hot skittle. And think, because I had that in, when I was in um, Madeira. Uh, it, they called it Steak on a Stone. And it's just a hot stone and a raw piece of meat. <laughs> and there she is. See, this is the thing. One of my quiz questions on, on, the, on the cruise liner is, in which Stephen King book and film would you find a fictional book series, a pig sharing the name, and a pig share the name of, um, of the title? I, I I would get that. I would get mi- yeah. yeah misery. Yeah. It, is it not one that does very well? I don't know. Well, none of them do very well. That this is the point. They I get formal email complaints saying it's not general knowledge; it's narrow knowledge. Uh, really? So then, I, yeah, that actually <laughs> happened. So then I put easy questions in, and then they go, "Oh, that's a bit patchy. Oh, and it's for the thickos. You can't win." I did a Disney quiz the other day, um, and uh, the very first question was, in which Disney movie will you find Buzz and Woody? And I thought, oh... Toy Story 3, trick. <laughs> oh, it's Toy Story. Oh, we put Toy Story 3? Will that, that count? No, uh, did very well. How could you not love Amy Roberts? Let's talk about Kathy Bates. So perfect... There are so many parts of this that could be so over the top or so melodramatic or you could go for it. Even that last line, you know, what's the name of that? You know, Dago that painted the building. But no, she goes, what's the name of the Dago that painted that building? You know, it could be played. So Mm. you could play up the racism. You could play up the evilness. And it's just a mass. I mean, this is brilliant. Doing the whole sad monologue (laughs) whilst it's pissing. (laughs) Night shifts can be lonely. What's your favourite Kathy Bates film? This. Yes. I like P.S. I Love You. Oh, well. I mean, obviously, Titanic is yes. one of my favourite films ever made. Yes. Um, but this is... This is... as a, This is probably... Is this my favourite Best Actress performance ever? Well, we'll be watching another one later today. Yes, we will, with... Um, Wedding Crushers with uh, Jane Seymour. <laughs> Call me cat. Call me kitty cat. <laughs> that is very yellow piss and a lot of piss. Uh, Have you ever had to piss in like in something that isn't a toilet? And I don't mean just like outside against a tree. No. Have you? Yes. So this past time I lived with four people and it is hell on earth and um, they don't listen to this. I had the electricity meter. Let's just call this a fictional story. It's not fictional. It really happened. But there's the electricity meter is in somebody's room. And when I went in to check the electricity, I definitely found a piss bottle. And it was a litre water thing and it had piss in it and it definitely had piss in it. And I was like, what? That can't be right. I once 
like had to like go outside and like run down. But it's it's so, this is why I, I can't live with people. I've I've weed in the the gardens before. The Royal Gardens, <laughs> Kensington. You dirty birdie. How could you? So I mean, she's guessing she's um, read it all, or is this just the point where she's realised she's dead? Well, that's the ending. Oh, that's the last line of the book. She died. I don't think it'll be the last line. And then she died. Oh, I love, I love that he doesn't talk. You know what I really love is that he doesn't say that he's trying to appeal to the craziness, and so he doesn't go like, "I had to, I had to stop writing misery novels. I hated it." He goes. Lots of women died in childbirth in eighteen seventy eight. Slipped away. Slipped away. Oh, oh! What can I grab? Oh, but it's just so heartbreaking. Oh, she can find another series of books to read. Yeah, but I don't read I I don't read much other than Stephen King. So, but and and whenever I do, it's like autobiographies or stuff like that. Yeah, well no, I read a lot of fiction. But it's just like whenever I do read something else, it's like oh, this isn't good. Why it's, am I reading you're this? Spoiled by Stephen King. Spoiled by, even when I the thing is also even when I read a bad Stephen King or a Stephen King I don't like, in my head my anal OCD comes out and I'm going. It's okay, <laughs> uh, and it's okay because I'm um, finishing. Um. <laughs> that's going on the soundboard. That's going on the soundboard. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, that's if I ain't OCD. It's okay because I'm finishing. <laughs> oh, rum rum. Go, go now, go. He does, he falls out of bed, doesn't he? And then she finds him in the morning. Oh, you. You must have fell out of bed. Do you think she knows he tried to escape? Well, yes, because all my penguins are due at point you south. <laughs> oh, is this that scene? No, 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 no. This is when he, he, like, he's far too frail, so he just falls out of bed. And then she finds him in the morning. Goes, oh, you. You must have fell out of bed. Now, see, I have a bad wrist, so I don't know if I'd even be able to do this. <laughs> well, we we could flip it. You do it on the other wrist. Or are both your wrists bad? No, it is the right wrist. And people always think I'm wanking too hard or whatever. I think it's because... I think I broke it. It must be tennis. tennis it could be tennis. But I think... I genuinely think I broke it as a kid. Or sprained it as a kid. And it never got proper attention. Because... Um, I was 13 or 14 and probably starting to wank and I didn't want everybody to think that I was wanking too hard. <laughs> and so I just never went to the doctors. <laughs> I genuinely <laughs> think that's what happened. <laughs> and yes, oh. it's the most incredible story that you'll ever hear. Oh, look at him. Yeah, I'll do it. But what would you do, Paul? Oh, I guess he thinks he can call the police at this point. He doesn't know the phone's not there. I just get my mobile phone out. Right, here's the thing. 
if he doesn't give a shit about misery, which he clearly doesn't, why doesn't he immediately just say she's going to be alive in the next one? Oh, oh it's a oh, maybe maybe it's a twist. You'll have to find out in the next book. Don't mm. worry. Or you could just say, don't worry. There is a next one. It's a it's a cliffhanger ending. Mm. Uh, if you let me go home to to my daughter's birthday. Yeah, mm. I, yeah. This film's shit. <laughs> Good jumper. That's a lovely jumper, isn't it? I'm very excited to get back into jump. I'm wearing one today. You are? Yes. Sweater weather. Sweater weather. Oh, that's not a good sign. <laughs> Brilliant close-up is close-ups in there. I mean, we're going to watch Silence of the Lambs later. Brilliant close-ups in both of these. Do you like the close-ups in the Les Mis film? No. <laughs> I like the Neil Patrick Harris joke at the opening of the Tonys where he goes, "Give me my, give me my Tom Hooper zoom in close-up," <laughs> <laughs> and he's out of breath and he goes, "We don't need uh, zoom-ins to show that we're singing live eight days a week." <laughs> Check it, and then he does the rap part. <laughs> that is the greatest opening ever made. Yeah, it's pretty excellent. I never liked Kevin Spacey's one. No, I, it was the worst. it was terrible. As a let me phrase this correctly, as a Kevin Spacey apologist for all matters in his world of art. Um, I was amazed by how awful it was. And also, like, let's get, let's talk about Kevin Spacey. Obviously, the whole thing, you know, people were angry when he came out because he was, like, saying, I'm not a pedophile, but I am actually gay. Mm. And uh, it was just a weird time for him to come out and all that sort of thing. But that Tony Awards joke had had a gay joke where he was, like, where he was doing Norma Desmond Dressed as Norma after being dressed <laughs> as Dear Evan Hansen with the hashtag post. <laughs> um, and, uh, and it said, I'm coming out. And he goes, oh. So everybody knew. Everybody yeah. knew. Yeah. Did you like the Hugh Jackman one? I thought it was pretty good. I think the Hugh Jackman Oscars opening is pretty average. Mm. Unfortunately. Paul, this is no time for jokes, Paul. See, she still loves him. She's like, oh, mm, don't be joking, Paul. Oh. Everybody has superstitions, but why the hell doesn't he just have... I've never understood how typewriters work. I mean, I do. That's the most stupid thing I've ever said. But... How does it? Does somebody then have? Does some poor secretary have to type it out again and type it into a word processor, processor and all that sort of thing? Uh, yeah, the the editors and the publishers do that. Mm. Um, it's like well, Roald Dahl used to write everything in the you know the little sort of books you got at school, the little purple ones. The, I oh yeah, yeah. He wrote everything in them in pencil. And he was buried with a pencil. Was he? Do you know what? Right else through his heart. <laughs> 
Do you know what else he was buried with? He was buried with his three bar- favourite bar- things. chocolates. A bar of chocolates, correct. Yes. Um, he loved peaches. No. A chi- he was buried with a <laughs> giant, giant peach. peach. <laughs> uh, he was buried with a uh, snooker cue. Oh. Snooker cue, a 12B pencil or whatever they're called, a chocolate bar. Cigarettes, he likes his cigarettes. Yeah. Oh no, he famously never smoked. No. I'm not up on my roll down. For the next commentary, I'm going to go grab my iPad because we're making it's, a lot of references we are. and we need to check these things. We do out. We need to fact check them. I've got, see, we have to look at it now. What was okay. he buried with? Roald Dahl buried. <laughs> Roald Dahl dead, question mark. <laughs> Roald Dahl buried with. Oh, that's oh. came up. He was sent Peter and Paul Cemetery in Great... Peter, Paul Missing. and Mary Cemetery. He was buried... Oh, he was buried with chocolate, red wine. Ah, HB pencils, yeah. snooker cues, and a power saw. <laughs> in case he ever wanted to come back out break. <laughs> I don't like snooker cues. No, because he needs someone to play against. <laughs> hey! Who's <laughs> dead? Um, Imagine going to the afterlife. Oh, would you like to play snooker? Yeah. Oh, I've only got one cue. Uh, oh. It's alright, I'll take the power saw. <laughs> Also, right, a body in a coffin. How high was this coffin? Because coffins are quite tight. To fit in multiple snooker cues and a power saw. Where was the power saw? Just like touched between his legs? Maybe it was one of them novelty snooker cues. You know, you can get them tiny snooker tables. Oh no. Heavens to Betsy. (laughs) Oh, oh. She just leaves. <laughs> Shuts the door. Aww. There was a moment in my life where I thought that I'd lost everything uh, that I'd ever written. That got dark. Uh, <laughs> that I thought I'd lost everything um, that I'd been that I'd ever written, and um, I thought, Jesus Christ, because what else have I got? It's pretty bleak. What was this on your iPad or your laptop? Your laptop. You thought it crashed. It, there was a consideration that um, I've always thought that this guy looks like Rob Reiner, but I've never had any confirmation whether it is or not. Looks a bit like John Favreau, <laughs> director of <laughs> director of Elf. <laughs> oh, but but he's there. He's there. He's there. Very low hanging helicopter. This is it now where he knows, like, why wasn't she going out going? Well, any... We're past that. Oh. The ozone layer. I I don't believe in global warming. (laughs) Um, It's my next book. Yeah. If you'd have read... If you'd have read Fast Cars. (laughs) No. Here's your novel. So he's going to now start uh, tucking them in the thing. When you... Because I imagine you will write books in the future. I've written a book, yes. It's multiple, according to Jeremy Vine. According to Jeremy Vine. I didn't actually enjoy the process. Right. I thought it was even more 
isolating than writing a script or a uh, play. I, I also think I have intense ADHD when it comes to writing, and and and, and I'm I've never been one of those people who write ten pages and then leave it. Because that, that's what they say, isn't it? Write a page a day. But that's 365 days. This is the thing. I think I like the knowledge that I've become quite a quick writer. I don't know about the quality, but... Yeah, yeah that's the big question. But I know that once I've laid out the whole plot, I can write a script, play or film, in two weeks to a month. What is your writing process then? Do you, do you start with characters and idea? Do, do you do any planning at all? Saying this, I do this nothing but planning. I literally have the and most then boring... writing is then filling in the gaps. I have the most boring... It's all bullet points. It's quite literally, Tom and Will sit on the sofa. Tom and, and then in plays, because it could be in the same setting, it's, it can be like, Tom and Will are in the room. They talk about exes, marriage... Funny, funny anecdote. It's the most boring wow. structure ever, and um, and then yeah, no, and then I just write and write and write and write, and then yeah, some days, sometimes it's when I'm, it's when I'm struggling with an idea or I don't like it that I have to set myself five pages a day sorts of things. Um, if I'm enjoying it, then it just comes naturally. Uh, but if I'm not enjoying it, then I don't give myself a break because um, when you give yourself a break, you never go back to it. Interesting. Um, so you force yourself to enjoy it. I'd say five pages a day. And then, once once you've done the first draft, that's the hardest part, and oh, then yeah. everything else is just refining and ironing out. Oh. So when I've tried writing, sometimes you can be sat there for ten minutes on a word, what's the right word, whereas you would say, oh, doesn't matter about the words. I've never had that. I've never. Well, you, you did English at, at uh, well, you've been doing English all your life, really. Because I stopped yeah. doing it at GCSE. No, I guess drama counts as drama it? counts. Yeah. The um, right. <laughs> <laughs> Does she pay him for the labour? No. <laughs> what do you think of his leather Misery's case? Return. Uh, leather case. It's all very um, unnerving to me. It's I mean I'm a hard drive guy. It's so it's all fucking my on it, <laughs> which leads to one of the great lines later. I like the part about naming the grave digger after me. You can keep that. <laughs> um, I expect nothing less than your masterpiece. Um, yeah, I. I I vary. I mean, I, I, I mean, we we know where I write because you don't need any friends to write. It's the lonely man's hobby, and I've always loved film and I've always loved theatre and I've always loved books and so you just do what you like, and uh, so it's tough. But I also I like inspiration, but also I like um, being told what to write. I love. I've asked many people before, what's what's the dream role you've ever wanted? And then just writing that. I, I enjoy that as much as anything. Oh. Corrosive Bond. Is Corrosive Bond... Yeah, Corrosive Bond is the name of the paper that smudges you. Yeah. It's not the right paper. 
Is he say, is it is this true what he says here? I can't write with that paper, or is he just trying to get time? I think he he you at a knee. Um, oh, you fool! Are you? Did I do good? He did great. Um. Oh. Oh God! <laughs> just breaks you. Just breaks your heart. It smudges. Well, it clearly does smudge because he smudges it. And I think it, it, it is true. I mean, there are there's are there are expensive papers that are great for like letter writing or whatever. And, but mine costs the most, so it, I don't see how it can smudge. Oh, smudge. Surely that's right with any paper. Yeah. Uh, oh. When the ink's still wet, you smudge it. Isn't it's not the paper that's smudging, it's the ink. Yeah. Oh, so you're saying that Annie's just dumb. Don't come for my girl like that. <laughs> Crucial requirements like need satisfying. They pull me back. Is it? I can't remember. I think it's a few good men where there are copies of the misery books on like a shelf. Because in this one, when she goes to the store, there's when Harry met Sally on VHS. Mr. Man. Oh. Oh. That's got to hurt. <laughs> I, I always thought, man, it looks like he's about to grow his dick. <laughs> Just loves pain. I love pain. Oh, no. Oh, has he broken his arm as well? Yeah. Oh. It's not a good time, is it? What else have I put in my notes? Tom's big question. We talked about favourite rhino. Is this your favourite rhino of when I met Sally? When I met Sally, it's not in your top ten, is it? No, I, no, I prefer this. This yeah. is my favourite rhino. Um, wouldn't you just start collecting pills again after dinner and just ask for another dinner? Is that what I said? No, that's what I put. Ah. Oh, you would. You want another dinner? Not with spam. Not meatloaf with spam to give it that extra little zip. Would you dare tell her, don't make me spam again? Don't. That would maybe be the worst part of this for me, is having to eat what she cooks. <laughs> um, is, there, is there a Toby Carvery nearby? <laughs> um, the Liberace magnets and the framed Liberace. <laughs> oh. Right, here we go. The lockpicking conversation. Absolute fine because of this great line. Do you remember the line? What? You've written about it, now do it. It's something to that effect. 
you've written about this now, do it. I think that yeah. is the only time in movie history where you're not dealing with like thieves and stuff that it's believable. And it's clearly something that's annoyed William Goldman for years. <laughs> it's like, why didn't they just say something like, uh, come on, Ed, Jerry, you show me how to do this. But yeah, no, I have like, how do people do it? It doesn't make any sense. But this works. You've written about it, now do it. Uh, it's a lovely house. Mm. That's the first thing you're doing? Where would he go? I think he's checking it's locked, so he's got more time. Then why would he say, what a surprise? <laughs> Best part about that shot is Liberace peeking. <laughs> you crazy bitch. Imagine you to be a typewriter person. You know what it is? Practicality. And that I don't have enough room in my life. Because I'm... I don't have my my own house or anything. If I had my own house, I maybe would set up a typewriter station for letters. Never for screenwriting or plays because or the books. amount of changes you make. The amount of changes I make, yeah. Oh. Just the the biggest gasp of all time, maybe. Well, obviously not. But like... (laughs) 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 Oh, look at that later. Um, Is this where he sees the shrine? No, we see the shrine. Oh, no, this is... Yeah, yeah. Again, imagine signing that picture, what, 10 years ago? Yeah. Or, Or maybe it was one of those book club things. Where you sign, where you send for it, and all that sort of thing. My question is that: Did Miseries, did the Misery series start off as a really good, solid book, or was it always trashy romance? Sure, and I can't remember if in the book he wrote, he wrote a book. Uh, so, be if he wrote a book, and it was a bomb, and then he wrote Misery, or if Misery was a success, and then slowly but surely it just developed over the, over a series of eight novels. I mean, we've got Misery's Child, Misery's Romance, yeah. Misery's Love. Um, Liberace Magnet there. I guess you can compare it to uh, Inside Number Nine. Like Simon says. Liberace magnet. 
Mm. See, this is the thing. In the novel, she cuts off, she axes off the leg. Oh, does she? And then cauterizes it with a blowtorch. When? Like the, in Instead the of the sledgehammer. Oh, oh, as, as the torture. Wow. But this just works so much better it because it's, it's like, it's like, you know, watching, um, I think it was Black Mirror. And it was like, in the same episode, there was this horrific, awful death. Uh, you know, like, Saw doesn't affect me because I'll never know, hopefully, <laughs> what it's like to be on one of those torture devices. But in Black Mirror, some guy stepped on a plug. And it was like, oh, I, I can, I know yeah. I can, you know. Hmm. <laughs> also, that annoys me. How does he think that she's never going to notice? What, that the knife is gone. That there's a knife missing from the rack. It's not like they're in a drawer. Where did he put it? He didn't grab the knife this time. He grabs it. Memory line trip. Trip down memory lane. Mm. Oh. Oh. (laughs) Thank God she drops the paper. See, that, this is an element that they don't really get into in the film, and I, I can't really remember if it's in the novel, is any sort of religious elements, because obviously she's wearing the, you know, Christian bracelet, mm. um, necklace rather. Is that why she's so puritanical? Is that why she is so offended by the religion, the, um, the, the language in the book? Yeah, that, that, that explains that, yeah. Oh, you've got to lock the door. Yeah. With a hair clip. He says again, you've written about this, now do this again. <laughs> That's a nice little contrast. Her with ease with a key and him struggling with mm-hmm. two locking. I like that. Mirroring. Oh. Where have you been? <laughs> I've missed you. Where have you been? You know damn well what I've been doing. Waiting for you to get back. I need my pills. Annie, take the pain away. (laughs) Now, I've never talked fully to our friend Lucy about this but she loves the book and says that she hates the film really but she never explained why I believe she's read she's not read it nor seen the film (laughs) (laughs) really she doesn't like the film apparently but also I'm remembering that from year what was it called? Twelve. First year of yeah, year twelve. 
A long time, mm. seven years ago. You're kidding. Seven years ago was, oh my God. Yeah, two years there, three years at Broford, two years after. Jesus, is scary. <laughs> We're all dying. <laughs> I've watched Misery five times this year and I haven't been on a date once. That's a lie. But it's not... In case you get any ideas. Um, it's not wholly untrue. What if we do the Misery play and I become a sex symbol? Oh. Dressed as Annie Wilkes. Yeah, um, I don't think so. But maybe people are like, faith in you, my darling. Would it work, though? We could just play it as two guys. No, I want to be in drag as Annie. Oh, okay. I'm Annie Wilkes. It needs to be... The problem is is that Family Guy already did the whole parody thing. It needs to be a musical. You need to work on your vocal strength so you can um, sing while sleeping. Yeah. Sing while laying down. I thought you, I thought you were just going to tell just me I was... Shit. Because you said shit. <laughs> I, I'll happily... If you want to write the lyrics, I can write the song. A rum bum 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 And we can but both... But what's the, what's the twist? Because... You know, to have Stephen... Because we've had every sort of parody under the sun. What do you mean? Or would you just do Paul and Annie? No, what's different about the musical? Michael McKeon there. I'm going to go home and sleep with my wife. From <laughs> Clover. <laughs> mm-hmm. Do they now know that it's definitely Paul that's missing? Oh, it's his car. This is very true. Oh. Hmm. Somebody must have got in there. can't be the only person that has noticed that <laughs> this has always been very satisfying for me what the folding of the paper mm. but all it just starts pissing at us again but the um, <laughs> the, but also there's no way none of that powder falls out oh just taste it again I guess yeah that's a very long nail still tastes good <laughs> snorts <laughs> it why didn't he just grab two two packets do you think you'd be able to dry swallow that many Empty capsules. Oh, yeah. No. I can't dry swallow one. I, I have to drink. This is great. Fuck, 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 fuck. <laughs> Do you think Annie's... Never liked a misery book. 
This is interesting. Because she would have brought he, it up. She would because like, he brings her the first ten pages of this one and she says, no, this isn't good enough. But if she wasn't there to tell him that on the previous one, he would have published it. Mm. It's interesting. I don't know. Maybe because she feels somewhat in power now. Like, there's, uh, yeah, they're very good books. There's mm. always been but Now I get to finally write my version mm. of the misery, but this is how I see it. Rather Sorry, than Paul, this is all wrong. <laughs> oh, incredible! This would—I want to know. I mean, they can't do it for copyright reasons, mm. but when they do Oscars on YouTube, why don't they put the clips that they used? I want to know what. It surely was a. It surely must have been this one, what her Oscar clip was. You better believe I was supposed to lie. <laughs> have you ever been annoyed by this? I. Uh, this is the sort of exact sort of thing that annoys me awfully. Is is like. Um, is 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 this exact sort of thing? What? Like betrayal, like going back on things. Amnesia? Get out of the cockadoody car! Um, <laughs> oh, incredible! <laughs> Just slap cut back to. Him. And then again, she catches herself. She's not this ridiculous, yeah. over the top villain. No, 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 with my misery. <laughs> misery was in the ground at the end of the last book, so you'll start there. Shit. <laughs> <laughs> No, I'm very excited for for Christmas, for winter and autumn. I'll be in the Canaries. <laughs> okay. Yeah, that's that's really interesting. Obviously, you'll be it's just your first it's be Christmas well. alone. Yeah. Many, many. Do they get you a Christmas dinner? Will it be a Christmas themed cruise? That that know. few weeks. Beasting. <laughs> I always knew misery came from royal. Uh, lo- uh, oh, what did she say? I always knew misery must have come from royalty or something. <laughs> <laughs> Nobility. So uh, is he dumbing it down now? He's writing the most stupid scripts ever. No, I think he has... I think at this point, they, they, he then goes back to writing another one of these sort of cheap romance novels. Mm. But before that point, he has to write the most ridiculous thing 
because she was buried in the ground dead. <laughs> this was alive. It was so romantic. Oh, this house is going to be filled with so much romance. I'm going to go put on my Liberace records. <laughs> you do like him, don't you? Whenever he played Radio Music Hall, who do you think was right there in the front row? <laughs> to inspire you. Incredible. Incredible. Can we have dinner tonight to toast? I also find it weird that this is the first time they've ever had dinner. Together. I know he's like, obviously, um, she's trying to keep her privacy and all that sort of thing. and But she's never wheeled him out once to sit down and have a proper dinner. Hmm. Again, very funny, very nice, and very believable. It's just, you know... And I think what really makes or breaks this movie is the fact that the detective work, when we get to the detective montage, whoever she is, she reads. Um, but when they get to the detective montage, it actually makes sense. Hmm. It's a logical pattern. Misery's love. Oh. What other ones? Mis There's Misery's trial, obviously. I remember that. Whoever she is, she reads. Oh, I missed that one. What did ah, I say? I, I can... The most paused moment in movie history. <laughs> <laughs> oh, why didn't we look when the goddamn shrine was on? <laughs> <laughs> See, it's that sort of sarcasm that has always kept our marriage... <laughs> I'll be seeing you in all the old familiar places. Oh, Annie. <laughs> I forgot what she cooks now, is it nice? It's meatloaf with spam to give it that extra zip. Hmm. What is the American obsession with meatloaf? I don't know. I don't think I've ever had meatloaf. It looks awful. The penguin's looking the wrong way. I've never noticed that. If they go back to a wide shot... As in the wrong way or the uh, wrong way? As in the wrong way. As in the... the a movie mistake. A movie than, mistake. Oh. Did you used to watch that movie mistake? Oh, with Alex Zane, yeah. yeah. Oh. I've never had meatloaf like this. Love spam. I don't like that they've not poured the wine yet. I mean, obviously they haven't. You 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 do drinks first. You always do drinks first. Yeah, I have a aperitif for dinner. It's a bizarre. Willie, you're excited to be with me for my first. No, oh, she's just so one. I, I, this performance is. So sublime in every single moment. He's incredible, but she is. Ah. So in the book, if I remember rightly, there's a hand job. Oh, yeah. 
because there is clearly some sort of romantic element to her. I mean, she's there. Look, 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 look. The penguins uh, pointing yeah, still yeah, outwards. Yeah. Oh, I'll never watch this movie again. <laughs> oh, you big kidder, you. That's not enough, surely, to to knock her out. It can't be. This is the thing. I had to check both legs to see which one was being hit by a sledgehammer. Oh, sorry. Did I just say that? Come on, drink it. Do you think she did that on purpose? I've always thought not. I'm pretty sure if I remember rightly, we had a five-minute conversation about it on the podcast. But I've always thought not. Was that one of Tom's big questions? Oh, no, he's so sad. Oh, I think I mentioned this as well, that it needs to be less obvious. (laughs) Uh, Change. I've put here the written-down quote. When he writes down the quote, I think it's this next. Oh no 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 no! When he when they write down the quote, mm. um, I will be judged by a power higher than this or whatever from misery's trial. Why would he write it down? Just have him vaguely remember it. Just be like, oh, that sounds familiar. Um, but hey, it's not the end of the world. Incredible! Get, Look at that! I need that to be to my new screensaver. <laughs> Misery. Oh, is that just the first one? Also, I don't know how quick a reader Sheriff Buster is, but he gets through these books. Thanks. Why are the curtains closed, even though the sun's setting? How long is he in there for, then? It must be a year. No. I must have thought a few weeks. A few weeks? No, okay. Months. It's at least months. I mean, I don't want to get dark, but, you know, I've had family with this sort of level of injuries, and, you know, it took took months to Mm. heal. I think if we go by the writing of the book, that's a tough measure to go by. We need to go by his injuries. Mm. And again, they were actually in the soundtrack. Mm-hmm. Lovely little choice. Also, are you finally realizing realizing how great Blu-rays are, just by how beautiful this movie looks in high definition? That's very nice. When we watch Back to the Future next, uh, that's not next. That's going to be your first time watching it on Blu-ray, isn't it? Well, yeah. Are you excited? I am very, very excited. I like Back to the Future. Can we turn Back to the Future up a bit? Just for just for the, the view. Power ruler. Mia. Mia. Oh, so good. Oh, Jennifer. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. 
I had a real like twist reveal when I found out that um Oh my god, Zoe Deutsch is the daughter. What Leah Thompson. Leah Thompson. When I found out Leah Thompson was Zoe Deutsch's mother, I was like, Oh because I obviously am incredibly attracted to Zoe Deutsch and incredibly attracted to Leah Thompson. And when I found out that they were mother and daughter, I was like there you go. That was that was like that was like Bruce Willis grabbing the door handle in the sixth sense. I was like, <laughs> makes sense. And the opposite is when I found out that Dakota Johnson was Melanie Griffith's mother. I was like, Melanie, Melanie Griffith, incredibly attractive woman, very attractive woman, very beautiful. I don't think I've ever liked performance by Melanie Griffith. Where do you stand on Melanie Griffith? What's she in? Have you actually Working Girl? Not seen Working. Working Girl's good. Something wild you want to see. You want to see him body double? I don't think you will have seen a Melanie Griffith movie. Is she in Sleeping with the Enemy? No, that's Julia Roberts. I know, I'm just wondering. I like that movie. <laughs> <laughs> so do I. <laughs> Laura! Laura! Great. It's a great movie. What's... I think that's her best film. Yes. What's a better screaming of Laura? Is it Donald Sutherland <laughs> screaming after Julia Christie on the yacht going, Laura! Laura! Or is it... Um, What's his name? It, it's not Kevin Klein. Kevin Anderson. No, no, no. Kevin Anderson is the guy she falls in love with. When you're a jet, you're a jet all the way. Incredibly falls in love with, by the way. <laughs> Unbelievable. I mean... I better go now. Is this where the handjob happens? No. I think it's when he's asleep, if I remember rightly. Oh, I also no. may be completely remembering it wrong. Yeah. Oh, James Khan. What an actor. Oh, he's, he's, he's all in the eyes. It's one of, again, it's, this is the thing. reacting, not acting. I mean, we, we, nobody's ready to have the conversation, but Ryan Gosling in First Man is one of the great performances of this past ten years, but nobody's gonna, nobody ever talks about it because it's just Neil Armstrong, who was a very quiet and astute man. Have you seen First Man? I've not. Oh, well, it's fucking incredible. First Man is absolutely sensational. Hashtag oh, so he's first man sweep. Hashtag first man. Hashtag first man anything. Didn't get anything. Google any no. Claire Foy got nominated for best actress. Oh no, I like Claire Foy. And she, the, her Oscar clip was, "You're all just boys. You're all just boys playing with your toys or whatever she said." Um, but first man, he's like astoundingly good. First man may be the most underrated movie of the past ten years. It's just excellent in every way, shape or form. I think when Babylon comes out late this year, also directed by Damien Chazelle, people are going to re-watch First Man because they're going to be like, hmm, did, you know, does Damien Chazelle live up to his promise of whiplash or whatever? And they're going to be like, and they're going to re-watch First Man and then they're going to realise and go, oh wait, this is one of our great directors. Hopefully, hopefully Babylon's good. I mean, it looks absolutely insane. It looks great. And we'll have already watched it. Oh, yes. Oh. <laughs> this might be one of my most pause movie moments. I, I remember as a kid reading the. pausing uh, and reading everything. Oh, little Kathy. Oh. <laughs> In the book, there's also abuse. Um, from the dad, if I remember rightly. Okay. Explains a lot. Mm. 
Hey! Oh. <laughs> uh, yay! Hmm. Yay! Oh. Why did she keep these? Why does anybody keep anything? <laughs> oh, baby Lucy. Another, Another baby. baby. Um, the little pig stickers are excellent. And the, um, why? Yeah, this is the thing. Why does anybody keep it? I mean, it's a very quick answer to say she's deranged. I... What, I, I'm trying to think now what Dragon Lady, I've always enjoyed that. Um, I'm trying to think what the most egregious like um, scrapbook scene is because this at least is fun because they make all the other baby stuff and the pig stickers and all that sort of thing. Yeah. I'm up. trying to think what... Up. No, but Up's nice. That Up's makes nice, sense. Yeah. Will is going to now talk to you for two minutes whilst I go for a wee. Oh dear, okay. Well, you're going to talk us through. I'm going to be back. Well, I'm going to listen back to I, this. I, and if you don't talk, it. you're cancelled. Well, that's the thing, isn't it? Oh, he's gone. He's gone. I'm not sure if... If I don't talk, because I don't know how clearly the movie can be heard, but is it like... I know on the radio, uh, if there's like a good period of silence, it means that either... I'm not sure if, it, if it's a moniker's died, but it's definitely, if the radio goes silent, then we're at nuclear war. So I'd hate to give anyone the wrong impression. Oh, there he is. So I'm not, I say I've not seen this in a while, but I'm guessing he's putting the tablets in the bed to hide them because he didn't want to take them. We can go back to uh, to Will's favourite building or sets everyone's favourite part of uh, any podcasts it's a very nice house, I've said that before uh, yeah there's there's something about sort of the country charm nice fireplace uh, but there is way too much clutter and there's only it, it's like it's like walking into a bric-a-brac warehouse and it's it's just there's nothing like it's, it's like your classic nan's house the beds are all weird, silken. Or you can just you can look at it and you know I know exactly how that smells. That pillow, it smells like musk, but not in a good way. Like um, one of my favourite smells is going into like a garage and it's all damp and it smells musky and like a well, that's a good smell. That and flapjacks. I love the smell of flapjacks and proper flapjacks, not pancakes. I don't know why they call them flapjacks. But yeah, you can tell. Oh, Flea, here we go. He's coming. He's coming back. Could Just you... like Annie. Just Could... like Annie appearing. Could you hear all of my conversation there? Uh, no, well, because no. I was in the bathroom. I think you, I think I did well. Oh, I good. That's well. always good. Yeah. See, I was. I, I, we missed this earlier, but I, when he grabs the knife, it's clearly because it's the middle of the night and she's not going to go to the kitchen again. Hopefully. I go to the kitchen quite a lot in the night. Yeah, but do you check the knives? Oh, the postman's bin. Should we see? Should Shall we? we? Should we do an um? Welcome back to my unboxing. A hauling, a 
whole video. Very disappointing haul. Is it? Yeah. I th- I thought your haul was quite nice. <laughs> I had um I came back because all of my letters get um sent to my home home address, my family home address. Mm. Um, so I'm always like, oh, have I had any letters? Yeah, there's a big pile of Santander statements, <laughs> and I'm like, I I don't want to read these. These are depressing. Mm. How scary is money? It's scary. Really scary. I love how he's doing the whole drugged, slightly drugged... What? Did she find the knife? What? You've seen this film before. She has found the knife, because he... Yeah, and then That's she why he's tied up. Are you looking for this? <laughs> What's it called? It's called hogging. Flogging. Flogging. Wait, no, hobbling. <laughs> flogging is flogging it's yourself with the whip. It, yeah. I found your key. How did she say? You must think. <laughs> <laughs> How terrified would you be right now? There's just no. I, I, oof, the, I, you can't even. Doesn't bear thinking about. Or days of the Kimberly Diamond Mines. Not especially, Annie, no. <laughs> That'd be like junking a Mercedes because of a bus wheel. That's broken as brain. Right, what doesn't make sense about this Kimberly Diamond Mine business? How would people be able to walk and collect diamonds? This is very true. Because there's much. <laughs> Actually, Annie, that's quite nice. Can I? <laughs> he loves pain. This would be, that would be a great parody, actually. Misery. Yeah, it's but called he, the Bill Murray dentist scene in Little Shop of Horrors. <laughs> oh, incredible! Whoa! <laughs> Just one more. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's, oh, I didn't like that. God, I love you. <laughs> you'd just pass out, wouldn't you? You'd, just... you'd hope you would. I'd rather pass out from the pain than. Yeah, can you put me under, Annie? <laughs> oh, you go again. <laughs> Hey, any uh, new sledgehammer handles? Ah, <gasps> <laughs> <laughs> uh, that lovable Annie Wilkes who killed all those kids. <laughs> so, did she get acquitted? Um, she must have done. Because there's like six kids there, and it's one of those things where everybody knows that she actually just did it. But there was no evidence. Because if she killed six children, she would have been in prison. Well, it's like... um, What's his name? (laughs) Nordberg. (laughs) No, um... (laughs) You know what I'm on about. The doctor who came around... Harold (laughs) Shippen! 
I don't shit we got sent down. Yeah, I know, but... Have I shown you the Channel 5 trailer? How, how, after how many? After how many? Not after six. Why is it? I've only shown you the Har- Harold Shipman Channel 5 trailer. Anyway, it's it's so for my dad's birthday video, when my sister was born, that was 2002, and it was the year that Harold Shipman got arrested or whatever, and so I found just like a little quick montage, mm-hmm. all that sort of thing, and I found this Channel 5 documentary, and the guy they've hired to look like Harold Shipman is hilarious, and then it cuts to this German priest who's like... Dr. Shipman was loved in his community. And then it cuts to this woman. This Yorkshire woman is just goes, oh, what did she say? It's like, I just couldn't believe it. <laughs> oh, here we go. What does that tell us? Dragon Lady arrested. Arrested. Dragon Lady claims innocence. That's all we, that's all we get. They never say Wilkes told reporters on the courthouse steps, there is a judgment, uh, justice higher than this. Oh my God, I can't even read. I would be judged by him. That's from Misery's trial. Is it? (laughs) (sighs) Oh, and that's what hats, how he finds... Oh, it's quite clever, actually. It's a very good film. Well, it's not Stephen King, is it? It's William Goldman. The sheriff wasn't in the book. Hi, pumpkin. <laughs> oh, you such a kidder. Come on, misery. Oh, <laughs> the pigs incredible. It's great. Oof. Well, it's still winter. One of the great moments. Home. Yeah, that's what I remember. Sorry. Um, Barry Lyndon there. And I met Sally. Roots. <laughs> Roots. My name is Kunta Kinte. Kinte. When Kunta Kinte met Sally. <laughs> Looney Tunes collection. Sarah signed the first copy. Oh. Well, nothing unless you find a typewriter and paper out. Right and kind. Type of shit. Nothing out about that. Oh. Oh. <laughs> oh. Just say maybe. <laughs> Do a Columbo. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> my my wife, Mrs. Columbo, always uh, makes me... Uh... <laughs> Is that your best Peter Fox? Yeah. No, it's more like my, um, my oh, wife. Yeah. She, uh... One more thing. It's harder than it looks, isn't it? <laughs> Are you on Twitter, Will? I'm not on Twitter. Columbo Screenshots is a great Twitter page. I love Columbo. We should watch some John Cassavetes movies. I mean, they're just... It's like exactly what you think I would love. But it's 70s, two-and-a-half-hour movies about miserable marriages. But Peter Fox and are like a couple. Whoa. Oh, no. He should be happy that she doesn't live in the middle of a suburban area and he'd have to be kept in the basement. This is very true. Well, hold on. You say that. But if if she lived in a suburban area, she wouldn't have... See, this is... I don't know what false memory I have from childhood, but I always remembered her just going, clocking him, throwing him down the stairs. (laughs) 
I don't know what false memory I have from childhood. Oh, he's so proud of himself. <laughs> he goes, Hi, Annie. Where's Paul? Oh, sorry. <laughs> Secret doll. Oh, my. So if this isn't in the book... No, 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 oh, no, no. He, the sheriff is. Oh. and But it, it it's literally the sheriff coming by and checking. Right, okay. Well, he was born in 1953. <laughs> <laughs> The um, are you one of these people? Uh, what's your collection, Will? Because obviously, I'm a, uh, we know about my books and shows. What's your collection? What do you collect, if anything? I have a lot of minion uh, things. <laughs> Fascinating. I do collect the minions. Um, yeah. To the extent that you had a birthday party where you uh, grew. And everybody else had to dress like a minion. It was it? great. Yeah. And we did the whole still oh. moon speech. Paul Sheldon with the Queen. Rest in peace. Is this, is this our first uh, oh, recording we did, we since didn't the Queen? It. Did we not mention it in the last one? Because we have done one. Is a, our... No, we didn't. No. Yeah, no. There we are. We and obviously that's that. not Paul Sheldon. That's when James Cowan met her at the Godfather premiere. No. Yeah. Does she like the Godfather then? <laughs> she loved She's it. She's a fan of it. She loved it. <laughs> she always do impressions. <laughs> do we know what the Queen's favourite film was? We know that Diana's was Rain Man. She'd be Queen then. She would have been Queen. Was it actually Rain Man? Uh, according to my book. According to my Empire book of 500 film facts, there was a whole section which was people's favourite films. And JFK's was Spartacus. Hitler's was The Blue Bird. And uh, Diana's was Raymond. As a guess, I'd say Babe. <laughs> she, made, she might have loved Paddington. How oh. do you feel about all this Paddington stuff? <laughs> I think it's annoying. It's annoying me now, actually. It's ruining. It's it's not ruining Paddington Two, but it's affecting Paddington Two for me. Really? No. Did you see the the one of the they left it outside Buckingham Palace? It was the marmalade sandwich in the bag, and on it was just written. For later. Yeah. <laughs> but they've asked them to stop putting marmalade sandwiches yeah. out. Yeah. Tell me you're British without telling me you're British. Uh, please stop putting Paddington <laughs> and marmalade sandwiches out in the parks. This is great. Pop out. Oh. Pop back. Oh. Hey. <laughs> <laughs> Make a noise. Oh. Flip it. <laughs> Flip that barbecue. Bop it. <laughs> Twist it. Oh. Nobody in there. Oh, look at those shoes. Oh, what's this shot supposed to be, Rob? 
Ah, uh, yeah, what is it telling us? Who would live in a house like this? <laughs> oh, sorry. Who would live in a house like this? <laughs> is it through Keel? Keith Lemon. Oh. Celebrity juice now, aren't they? Yeah. yeah. Modern worlds. <laughs> is that why? Babushka. I know, it was... What was it? Oosh. Babushka. Shitting. God alive. You used to work in Asta, maybe. Lee Francis. Yeah. Not Keith Levin, obviously. <laughs> used to work there as Keith Levin. Did we ever did you ever watch the show where he played Amanda Holden's grandma? <laughs> yeah. No, the first time I saw that trailer, I thought it was real. It was a and I thought I thought, wow, Amanda Holden's grandma is an awful woman. <laughs> and me and my dad were like, Why what? oh she stoops low doing a travel series with a gra oh Oh, 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 oh. Giant's Causeway with Sting. I'd love to see that. No. What if you can't figure out the door? <laughs> so, there's no handle, Paul. Paul. Incredible. <gasps> oh, what a what oh. an incredible! I've always loved how brutal it is. That's quite something, though. You wouldn't shoot the sheriff. <laughs> what about his deputy? <laughs> oh. What about... Are you more of an Eric Clapton or a Bob Marley fan? <laughs> I've always said that Bob Marley's, like, my, like, not least favourite, but, like, I've never been a huge reggae guy. No, a I don't... A reggae guy. Reg... What? A reggae guy. A reggae guy. A reggae guy. There's a um, musical at the minute, isn't there? Yeah, my it's... musical. I hate white people, Reggae. I hate UB40. Oh, I hate UB40. I hate <laughs> when the police is Reggae. But you love living that die. But I fe- <laughs> but I hate... Oh, what does it matter to you? The worst... Is that the worst break in a song ever? I, I like it. Not, but, yeah, but no, yeah. I like it too. Yeah. But... The other, the rest of the music. The best part of it is the boom, 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 Yeah, obviously. But then suddenly, do, 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 what does it matter to you? This is the thing, yeah. You can't kill me, otherwise there'll never be another misery book. Oh, yeah, that's what he's doing. Oh. Soon others will come. It's almost finished. So, is the agreement you can go after you've written this book? No, the agreement is... We will finish the book tonight, kill ourselves, and then when they find us, they will find this Misery's Return copy, and then publish that, because, you know, they'll, they'll publish it because, um, yeah. because, you know, it's like, the, it'll be the biggest selling book of all time. Always love this. 
for three days and three nights. And in the book, in the, in my published edition, you, the ends are filled in and all that sort of thing. Mm. It's good. Why does he not write ends? Oh, the end doesn't work. The end doesn't work. I got it at a good price on account of its clunky end. A buzzsaw. Three snooker cues. <laughs> a chocolate bar. <laughs> and the biggest peach you can find. Hey. What if instead of lighting up, he hit her over the head with a dumb brain on? <laughs> I got into... Well, I didn't get into trouble. That somebody made because one of the questions I had was what was the name of the blind monk who who supposedly invented champagne, and then somebody went bit bit mean in it supposedly, <laughs> allegedly invented champagne. Was it Don Perignon? Don Perignon, yeah. yeah. Not not Mister Moretti. See, if this was you, you're going, sorry, I've got to spend ten minutes on this word. <laughs> oh. oh, oh, incredible. Lucky strike. Sponsored by. And why do you smoke old golds? That's Mad Men. It is. What Mad Men scenes have you rewatched on YouTube, Will? Uh. Not it's TikTok mainly it comes up. Is it? Yeah, it's a TikTok. I'm, I'm gonna rewatch it this year. Oh no, I rewatched it last year. Rewatched rewatch it this it. year. You didn't rewatch it last year. I, I, I my housemate started oh, yes. first time, so I oh, every now and again know, would yeah. come down and be. I'd be like, oh, you're watching an episode of Mad Men. I'll watch it with you. Yeah. You got so this is the two glasses. Oh, what a film. Um, oh, Paul, <laughs> I need two <laughs> <Ooh>, glasses. <laughs> Yeah, for our commentary <laughs> listeners, we've both been gesturing, uh, very Yorkshire gesturing. <laughs> oh. This is a very mis- risky move. Or burn the house down. Oh, is that what he's threatening? No, he's going to burn the copy. Yeah. And then when she goes down to put it out, he's going to hit her over the head with a oh. typewriter. Oh, so, oh, so it's a great idea, actually. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> oh, see, this is the thing. I, I know She'll she's, never know. I know she's a psychopath, but Kathy Bates's performance here, it's just, it just absolutely breaks my heart. That's just a waste of good champagne. <laughs> Oh, doesn't it just break your heart? Oh, not my cardigan, not my cardigan! (laughs) Oh, incredible. Smash. Lying cocksucker! (laughs) Ooh. Ooh, oh. Oh, ho! 
slapped us to the floor. One in the oh. shoulder. Oh, he wasn't expecting that. <laughs> this is like Chris Kamara. <laughs> Who's winning? Who's winning, Chris? I don't know, Jeff. Maybe Paul might take it. Or Annie. I don't know. Oh. You're right. I can't. I just can't imagine Julia Roberts doing this. <laughs> <laughs> you want it? You want it? Eat it. Eat it till you choke, you sick, twisted fuck. Oh. oh, it's great. This is great. See, this is the thing. It is all about build-up. This, I can watch this and... Oh, incredible move. <laughs> um, but it's so built up and so slow at the start. Well, yeah. not that it's slow, boring, but like such a nice build-up that we can really enjoy this yeah. final five minutes. If there was like, I don't know, a fight at the halfway mark or something like that... But it's such a, such a beautiful, slow build. This is a film. If anyone suggests to watch a film, this is always one I suggest. Oh, it's, yeah. Misery is so great. And it's so great with a group of people. Like, everybody gasps at the penguin. Everybody gasps at the wine. And this is just electric. <laughs> What's he doing pulling her? Oh, there's a wound there that probably hurts. <laughs> No. I expect oh. you're still watching it and you're like, oh, will he make it? <laughs> oh, and then the music swells. Oh. I love Annie so much. Annie and Alex Forrest in Fatal Attraction. Like, there are lots of times in Fatal Attraction where I'm just like, oh, oh, Glenn. Oh, what's the name of his new book? Uh, Misery. No, The Higher Education of Philip J. Stone. Can he walk? That's the question. 18 months. Can he walk? Interesting thing is, surely by this point, it's more his feet than his legs that are in more... (laughs) Yeah. And he was, he's limping rather than hobbling. Yeah. Rather than flogging. <laughs> there she is. <laughs> yeah, 13. <laughs> We've got you for one more, Lauren. Oh, I love Laura Bacall. But I wrote it for me. Now, I'll be drummed out of the agent's union if they don't, if I don't ask. How about non-fiction? So is this, um... I've always wondered this. Has he rewritten Fast Cars from memory? Or has he written a whole new book? Or is this the book that... This is a new book that isn't that right. isn't a misery novel. Hans. Oh, you, gee, Marcy, if I didn't know you better, I think you were suggesting I dress in the worst <laughs> horror of my life. <laughs> so we can make two bucks. Um, oh! Uh, yeah, it's a new book. And I've, I don't know. Has he rewritten Fast Cars? Mm. Or as we know it, Untitled? Um, what song plays at the end? Um, Achy Breaky Heart. No, and it's not Sledgehammer by Paul. <laughs> by Paul Gabriel, Peter Gabriel, Paul Simon. 
I'll be seeing you in all the old familiar places. Yeah, no, I do agree with Paul then Annie for Billing. Oh, Billing? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Misery the Misery Pig. Misery Great, great stuff. <laughs> Steve Nicolatis. Dennis McGuire. Um, well, there you go. That was uh, that was misery. That was misery. That was our first. Thanks for tuning in for our very first commentary. Mm. I think that went quite well. Actually, it did go quite well. Yeah. Were you worried? I was. I was worried there'd be a lot of dead air. Yeah. It, was, it was. It's always going to be fine at the beginning. There's always bound to be once we're we've we've finished our anecdotes as mm. a bit. But then we actually sat to talk about the film <laughs> and commenting. <laughs> yes. No. That was our first commentary. That was misery. We've got a few more. I mean, glimpse behind the curtain. This is just because. I'm only here for two months, and it's a lot easier for us to come yeah, over. For two more months. <laughs> I'm gonna die. This is your make a wish. Yeah, <laughs> it's to finally get. Ah, <laughs> uh, best boy grip. Do you remember who was worst boy in airplane? Was it, was it Hitler? It was Hitler. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Helicopter pilot Jim Deeth. That, that's a grim. Kathy, Kathy didn't get any assistance. Stand-ins, James Dean. (laughs) They've got the cops of James Dean. James Brown. Frito, Mark Frito along. (laughs) Um, No, that was our our first ever uh, commentary. Uh, Thank you for joining us and uh, see you on the next one.